Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Career Pivot Accelerator Show. Whether you are brand new or have listened to me for a while, I celebrate you for wanting to focus on your personal development. I can tell your career is important to you because you are here today wanting to prioritize your career growth. I'm absolutely thrilled and honored to be your guide, to share my wisdom, encourage you, especially when times get tough, and to give you tips, tools, and advice. Maybe even challenge some of that current thinking you have. Very few people focus on their personal development when it comes to their careers, and especially when times get tough. Most people think that it's never them that needs to grow. It's always the other person. But not you, my friend. You're smart, intuitive, and always looking for opportunities to expand your knowledge in order to live an extraordinary life and a career beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Career Pivot Accelerator and your future career success. Navigating the Blues at Work. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Career Pivot Accelerator Show. I'm your host, Peggy McKnight, and today we are going to be talking about tools and techniques for a more fulfilling day at the office and ultimately career. So when I talk about navigating blues at work, I'm not necessarily talking about rhythm and blues and going down to your local recording studio and, I don't know, burning a CD or something, whatever they call it. I'm not musically inclined. I love listening to all sorts of music, but the technical terms, please let me know what they are. Despite anyone that tells you it is rare to love a job. Ooh, I should have actually given you a spoiler alert there. I do apologize. But ultimately, yeah, you hear on the one hand people saying, do what you love and the money will follow. And then ultimately the reality is sometimes the harsh reality, you just got to do what you got to do in order to pay the bills, because that is a fact of life and the reality that we all live in, which is you need money coming in in order to pay those bills. Therefore, having a job and ultimately a career that you can skip to work every day and feel fantastic about and energized. Bravo, congratulations, you're a bit of a rare breed and a unicorn because that doesn't exist for a lot of us. So how do we actually work through these blues? Because sometimes it can really pull you down, especially on a Sunday night just before work the next day? Do you get this really horrible feeling in the pit of your stomach, like dread and just, oh, I'm, oh no, it's work tomorrow. You know, where did the weekend go? Do you often find yourself saying that? Well, I've got some tools and techniques that I want to share with you today to help, hopefully, help you alleviate some of that 
angst that you're feeling inside. They have a lovely phrase in the UK that they coined a few years ago called do they days, which basically people who couldn't face going into work that day, they were just going to pull a duvet day. Um, I don't know if it actually equates very well and succinctly here in the United States to a bedspread day. It just does not have the same ring to it. Quite like duvet day. Anyway, it's just pushing the world out and pulling the covers over your head so you can't face anything, which is not necessarily a healthy thing either, especially if you're having far too many duvet days. Your work can come with its own challenges, even though it helps to sustain you throughout life. And sometimes those challenges seem to pull the joy right out of you. It's just like the life is sucked out of you as well. But my friend, you can change all that. Believe me, you can change all that. And it's all about changing your mindset, but also doing some things. It's not just about, hey, think positive. Everything will get better. Well, sometimes it won't. That is just a real fact. But you can get more joy out of your job and return to having a positive career. Just by making a conscious effort, you'll soon start to view your job differently or maybe your life and career differently. Maybe it's time to do a career and life inventory to see where you're at. Are you on track? Or does something feel off that you need to realign or recalibrate to get yourself and your career back on track? Nevertheless, here's some strategies to find more joy at work in the meantime, at least. First off, you want to treat yourself for achieving goals. You definitely want to celebrate the small wins as well as the huge ones. But don't lose sight of day in and day out the small steps that you are making and ultimately they become strides and then obtaining those goals at the end. You probably find yourself dragging through day-to-day -day tasks at some time. You know, life and energy does happen in peaks and troughs. But as they come up, you groan and unwillingly start to tackle them. Does that sound familiar? But how different would it be if you start to treat yourself for completing tasks? Hopefully much different for sure. As you move through one task at a time, take a few moments of downtime for yourself. That may mean or look like walking away from your desk or, oh, I don't know, playing a few rounds of solitaire. Whatever it is, treat yourself to something you like. Bear in mind that it can become more of a crutch if it's overdone. Be conscious enough to characterize tasks well. Answer a ringing phone isn't a task. So don't be celebrating and treating yourself every time you pick up your pencil or type the letter P, for example, or finish a sentence. Let's not overdo it. 
We want realistic goals here, realistic goals that you've set yourself for the day. Like you will get through a number, X number of pieces of work, for example, or respond to say 50 customers that are actually very difficult and their complaints are very complex, then definitely by all means treat yourself and even shout about it to the team for goodness sakes, especially if you have really difficult customers that you have managed to make feel special, heard and seen by the organization. That's you, by the way, you're a representative of the organization. And if you've made that customer, that difficult customer feel really special, like they are the only ones that you care about, then that's all that matters. And everybody needs to know about that within the organization. Number two, choose to be positive. Okay, here we go. Yes, choose to be positive. We all have choices. It doesn't mean choosing to be positive. I will be happy. I will be happy. I will be happy. It's just more of an internal feeling of choosing to be positive. Yes, people will trigger you, but again, you have a choice. Are you going to allow them to trigger you and press your buttons? Or are you going to choose to rise above it all, think of the facts that are being communicated in some shape or form from this individual, and you are going to deal with it in a positive, proactive way. Human beings are the only creatures with the power of choice. If you use that power to encourage positive thinking, your job can seem just that little bit more bearable. Each morning, you want to express thanks for waking up to a new day, a new opportunity, a fresh start. Truly being grateful for that opportunity and recognize it as a blessing. There are many blessings around us. You just only have to look for them. Like the sun rising that morning or the rain coming down to water the plants the spring flowers coming into bloom. Focus on that blessing throughout your day at work. It's unlikely that you'll take your job for granted. Each unpleasant task at work has some positive elements to it. Consider the fact that each task you do gives you more work experience. No matter what it is, whatever shape or form it comes in. It's all great experience that you can handle. Later on, you can use that experience to land the job of your dreams because you will be able to explain a situation where you had an awkward customer and what you did to rise above it all and to offer them solutions, get the results that they wanted. The customer was left feeling heard and happy, and they became a, an advocate for the organization. What better, you know, testimonial could you have really? Number three, focus on success. Don't lose sight of that. Just like many other things in life, time is best spent focusing on where you want to go. For everything you do at work, your aim is to complete it. 
and to do it well or as well as you can at that moment in time with the knowledge that you have. Try the approach of focusing on the successful end result instead of the journey. Equally appreciate the journey along the way. Consider how well your next evaluation is bound to look if you are successful in everything you do. The thought of positive recognition is enough to give some amount of joy to your day at work. Forget the fact that it's not your dream job. Let's put that to one side. Make it the job that you knocked out of the park. Make it the stepping stone to a job more aligned with your professional desires. The job you're in today doesn't mean to say that you're stuck. It's certainly not jail. You have a free will and choice to leave if that's what's right for you. So a job no longer, sorry, another truth bomb here. Jobs are no longer for life anymore, my friend. They are made up a number of opportunities to give you a skill set that is unique to you. And number four, become a mentor. Sometimes experiencing work blues is worth it when you impart knowledge to somebody else. Now, I do want to say imparting knowledge. Imparting knowledge is not finding someone, uh, rather, fresh blood that you can now start moaning and groaning to about your lot at work. No, that is not a mentor. A mentor is somebody who can impart their knowledge and because of their skills and expertise, they have a certain set of knowledge and caliber within the organization or just in general. It doesn't mean to say that they have to be senior managers in order to be a mentor. And oftentimes the regular people, shall we say, not the senior managers, make better mentors because the senior managers are far too busy and forget where they came from a lot of times, certainly in my experience. So be open-minded who you want to approach to be a mentor for you. Is there, for example, if you want to become a mentor, is there an intern at your office that maybe you'd like to connect with? Or do you know someone else in need of professional guidance? Why not become their mentor? There's bound to be plenty of groups out there on the internet that you can look for. Just do a search under becoming a mentor and see what pops up. Helping someone else succeed can bring you great satisfaction. What you're gaining through daily experience can make a positive change in somebody else's life. Knowing that is victory in itself and does make your day, and especially these blues that you're currently feeling, seem to dissipate after a while. It's difficult to find scenarios that always work in your favor. A lot of times you're left doing the best with what you have and the knowledge that you have. Again, you don't know what you don't know, but that isn't such a bad concept if you make an effort to find the joy in what you do. 
Maybe make it a bit of a competition with yourself. Say, for example, that number of tasks that you have to get through that day. Why not set yourself a target and say, okay, by lunchtime, I would like to have them all completed and then see how far you get. How satisfaction, how satisfying and rewarding is that if you actually did achieve that personal goal that you set for yourself and your personal best? Why not set yourself a personal best time? Make today the day that you find joy in your job. I know you can do it, my friend. Here's to your future career success. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you.